0: A new headline has come out, and this is changing by the moment. The Team Biden sparked the effort to kill the Hunter Biden laptop story is what the ex-CIA boss is now saying. The world around the Bidens is unraveling very quickly over the last 24 hours. Why? Well, it seems that now Democrats are really thinking about the idea of going ahead and allowing Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family to go down. Why would they want it to go down? Pretty simple. They're ready for a new candidate. Now, I'm going to give you all the latest. And we have done now three different podcasts on this in the last 24 hours. That's how quickly things have been changing. Just so you understand. Go back and listen to the last two podcasts. You'll get some of that breaking news. I'm not going to go over that part again. I'm going to give you the latest stuff right now. What we now know is that Hunter Biden has become the center of renewed political controversy after it has now emerged that the former acting CIA director, Mike Morrell, in fact, helped organize a letter by 50 intelligence community figures ahead of the 2020 presidential election suggesting that the leaked emails from Hunter Biden's laptop had all the markings of Russian disinformation. Now, here's the part you really need to know about and understand. They all knew they were lying to the American people when they signed their name on to that letter saying that it was Russian disinformation. The former acting CIA director, Morrell, made the confession In private sworn testimony by the House Judiciary Committee saying, quote, he acted after speaking to Anthony Blinken, then part of the Biden campaign, and now the actual secretary of the state of the United States of America because he wanted Joe Biden, quote, to win the election. So in other words, the deep state got together. They chose their candidate. They then chose to lie to you, the American people. And now two of the people involved in this horrific cover up, Anthony Blinken and the former acting CIA director, Mike Morrell, did all of this so they could pick their guy. In response to the claims, the White House told Newsweek that House Republicans are, quote, weaponizing their power to go after opponents and relitigate the 2020 election with misleading claims. That's their best response. That's how much trouble they know they're now in that's a weak response by the way saying this is about relitigating 2020 when clearly it's not allegations go back to 2020 of russian collusion sparked the major controversy after the 2016 election and they lied about the president the entire time they knew they were lying when they were impeaching the first time and the second time when embarrassing emails from the democratic national committee were revealed by wikileaks An investigation also by the special counsel Robert Mueller later concluded the hack was conducted by, quote, Russian military intelligence officers in an effort to boost then Republican candidate Donald Trump. We now know he was lying to us about that as well. And just weeks before the 2020 election, the New York Post published what it said were emails from Hunter Biden's laptop recovered by a computer repair shop owner which they claimed showed improper business relationships. In response, the Biden campaign, the now Secretary of State, former CIA acting director, got more than 50 former intelligence officials, including ex-CIA chief John Brennan, who knew he was signing his name to a letter that was a lie. Michael Hayden also signing away his name to a piece of paper that he knew was a lie. Why? Because they wanted Joe Biden to be president. They signed that open letter suggesting that Russians are involved in the Hunter Biden email issue. John Radcliffe, you may remember, then director of national intelligence, came out strongly contesting the 50-person letter and their assessment. During an interview with Fox News, he said, quote, we shared no intelligence with Chairman Adam Schiff or any other member of Congress that Hunter Biden's laptop is part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Adam Schiff, the guy who went after Trump not once but twice, on the Steele dossier, which he knew was actually funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign, and he knew it was also funded by the Democratic National Committee, was then the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, and what was he doing? He was impeaching Trump, trying to overthrow the will of the people. I would call this a clear coup attempt. In March 2022, finally, analysis started, quote, coming out by the Washington Post. They concluded... Years later, that thousands of emails were authentic communication and there was no evidence that had been found of any Russian role in their release. So they were admitting it just a little, little over two years late. Appearing before the House Judiciary Committee, former acting CIA Director Mike Morrell said he was contacted by Anthony Blinken. Now remember, Anthony Blinken is now the Secretary of State. He was contacted by Anthony Blinken on or before October the 17th, 2020, which triggered that intent, leading him to organize the letter, which was provided then to Politico to undermine the entire reporting and shut down the story. Morrell, the former acting CIA director, admitted under oath that he was, he acted because, quote, this is a direct quote from what he said to Congress, sworn testimony. I wanted him, Biden, to win the election. He added that the Biden campaign chairman later called to thank me for putting the statement out. Speaking to Newsweek, White House spokesman commented saying this instead of working with President Biden on the issues that matter the most to the American people like lowering costs or tackling gun violence. House Republicans are weaponizing their power to go after their political opponents and relitigate the 2020 election with misleading claims. This is all happening as they move ahead on a dangerous plan to push Americans into default and an economic crisis quote-unquote. That's how the Democrats are now responding. The American people see these House GOP attacks for what they are. Political stunts intended to hurt President Biden and House Republicans would be wise to instead focus on doing their job. Raising the debt ceiling to avoid an economic catastrophe and working together with president to make actual progress on important issues. The White House went on to say in their statement. Newsweek also contacted Hunter Biden's legal representatives for comment as the Judiciary Committee staff requesting a full transcript of Morrell's remarks. Separately, we also know about the other story that's broken this week, that an IRS U.S. tax special agent has said he's prepared to testify before Congress that a criminal investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings was impacted By political considerations, quote unquote, the claim was made by the agent's lawyer, Mark Lytle, during an interview with CBS News. Listen to what CBS had to say was they were leading their broadcasts with this news.
1: Tonight, there is breaking news in the federal criminal investigation into Hunter Biden's tax returns. An attorney for an IRS supervisor sent a letter to lawmakers today asking for whistleblower protection, saying his client has information that suggests the investigation is being improperly influenced by, quote, preferential treatment and politics. Here's CBS News Chief Investigative Correspondent Jim Axelrod.
2: My client wants to come forward to Congress. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory
3: special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation
2: he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. Typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations.
3: Lytle wouldn't talk in specifics, declining to identify either his client or the target of the investigation his client helped conduct. Can you identify him? I can't at this stage, Jim. But CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about hunter biden
2: what we're doing is is being completely cooperative
3: that was biden two years ago after the doj opened an investigation into his finances the fbi collected what it believed was sufficient evidence to charge biden with tax crimes and last year sent its findings to the u.s attorney in delaware since then silence why can't your client talk to us directly at this
2: point there are laws that provide protection to whistleblowers And he has to navigate that. Today, Lytle sent this letter to Congress claiming his client could
3: provide information that would contradict sworn testimony by a senior political
4: appointee. Uh, I have promised to ensure that he's able to carry out uh, his investigation.
3: CBS News has learned that was Attorney General Merrick Garland, who gave testimony about the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware conducting the Hunter Biden investigation. Lytle says neither he nor his client are motivated by politics. Would you find any evidence or allegation
2: of a political agenda? No. To him, the truth is one truth and he wants to come forward with it. Lytle told us the whistleblower has been
3: with the IRS for more than a decade and has extensive documentation to support his allegations.
2: The things he's been through are are very well documented in emails, and other communications with the Department of Justice.
3: We asked Mark Lytle if there's a chance his client can only see his slice of the investigation and not the big picture. He said that's possible, but that his client had expressed his concerns to superiors a number of times before seeking whistleblower status. Neither the IRS, Department of Justice, or a lawyer for Hunter Biden
0: would comment. That's CBS News. That report is the longest they've ever spent on anything dealing with Hunter Biden. Why are they doing this now? Because headline after headline is now breaking on this story. And they know it. We know that the ex-CIA chief said that he got the spies to write the false Hunter Biden laptop letter right before the election to help Joe Biden because he wanted his words. He wanted Joe Biden to win, we know the Biden campaign and the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken worked and orchestrated that intel letter to discredit Hunter Biden and the laptop story. We know that the 51 former intelligence officials who signed that letter in October of 2020 knew that they were lying. They knew they were lying, they knew they were lying the entire time. And this former CIA official admitted that then-Biden campaign senior advisor, now-Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, played a role in the inception of that public statement that was signed by the current and past intelligence officials, claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was part of a Russian disinformation campaign. These people are pure evil this is what happens in third world countries this is what happens in russia in china banana republic ask this is the corruption of the biden crime family and everybody that was helping covering it up they knew why they were doing it they wanted the jobs they wanted the jobs folks Anthony Blinken's on a presidential campaign. Now he's secretary of state. Was the lie worth it? Absolutely. These former CIA operatives, these former Intel officials, did they get jobs? Yes. Are they still in the know? Yes. Are they getting hooked up with deals and contracts and consulting? Yes, yes, and yes. We know all of this. Okay, this is what happens. This is how it happens. Okay, this is the corruption that happens. And everybody understands it. Now, this lawyer who is whistleblowing, and this may be the most damning moment for the Biden crime family, has now come out and talked even more about his client on Fox News Channel with Brett Baer. Listen carefully, attorney Mark Lytle. Mark, thanks for being here.
2: Brett, thanks for having me.
0: First of all, why is your client not
4: coming forward publicly? Why don't? Why can't we know who he is?
2: So, Brett, great question. Uh, There are laws in place, uh, federal laws, that protect the privacy of taxpayers and taxpayer information. Um, They're very specific about what can be said and what can't be said and under what circumstances that can take place. Um, My client wants to specifically follow those laws, and they involve certain procedures, in particular when approaching Congress. There's only specific committees that are allowed or that are empowered to grant this Uh, authority for a whistleblower to come forward to talk about taxpayer information.
4: So when someone says maybe this is politically motivated, how do you respond to
2: that? Well, I can say we are not able to talk about any particular cases. And um, there's no, uh, my client wants to come forward. He's not a political person. He's not a social media person. He's not coming here with a political agenda. He's been at the IRS for a long time. He's been at the IRS for more than 10 years. Uh, as, and now he's a supervisory special agent. He's been trusted at the IRS. He's, uh, he's actually been trusted as an assistant special agent in charge in other cities and trusted with international investigations and working with other countries' tax enforcement uh, bureaus.
4: You sent this letter um, to the Senate, the finance and uh, ranking of the finance committee, uh, judiciary both, uh, Whistleblower Protection and Chuck Grassley, also to the House Ways and Means Chairman, the Ranking, Jim Jordan, Jerry Nadler, and Judiciary. And in it, it says that uh, your client has information that contradicts sworn testimony to Congress by senior political appointee, uh, failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest and ultimate disposition of this case that you're talking about, and examples of preferential treatment in politics improperly infecting decisions as laid out in this letter is there documentation to support this not just someone saying this is what I saw but actual documentation
2: yes Brett Um, so my clients a career law enforcement officer who uh, is respected within the IRS and he teaches other agents how to properly do investigations he knows when to spot when other invest when investigative steps aren't done in the traditional way to get at the truth and he has spotted and observed things that are done differently in in this particular matter which i can't identify Um, and he wants to talk about them and he believes that they were influenced by politics
4: you can't identify, but we have sources telling us that this has to do with the Hunter Biden investigation. And to that point, Hunter Biden's attorney, Chris Clark, put out a statement in which he says, It appears this IRS agent has committed a crime. It is a felony for an IRS agent to improperly disclose information about an ongoing tax investigation. The IRS has incredible power and in abusing that power by targeting, embarrassing, or disclosing information about a private citizen's tax matters. Undermines Americans' faith in the federal government. Unfortunately, that is what has happened happened and is happening here in an attempt to harm my client
2: you know it's really unfortunate that that statement was made um you know uh Mr. Clark made that statement my client wrestled with whether or not to come forward he had a lot of sleepless nights about coming forward with this at the end of the day he decided that he could not live with himself if he stayed quiet and said nothing
0: this is a career law enforcement officer This is a guy that trains IRS agents on how to do investigations. This is a guy that clearly was so bothered by the corruption and the covering up of the Hunter Biden uh, crime family. Now we know it's nine family members that he said, I'm willing to risk it all my entire career. And I would argue, put your life at risk. I think we know that at some point his name's going to come out. Someone's going to out him. Someone's going to want to screw with him. Right. Someone's going to want to, to let you know, just like they did with that Mac store and the guy who had the laptop. They're going to try to hurt this guy. They're going to try to discredit him. There are people right now they are going to try to put out things about him and try to turn him into a political person. They're going to try to destroy his life. And he still knows this and he knows how the game's played and he understands how the game's played. And he's saying, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to tell the truth. This man is a hero that I wish I could meet. Let's talk about a great opportunity for your IRA and 401ks. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy. And your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar. Protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals, and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason. Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. The number four, gold IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com Democrats wanted to use the word insurrection for January the 6th because if they could accuse the president of causing an insurrection, they knew that was something that could disqualify him from being the president. You can hear it in the voice of the lawyer that he's terrified for his client as well. I think he's even terrified for his own career because now he knows the entire Democratic Party, the deep state, the CIA, the, the FBI, the IRS, everybody's going to come after them. Listen. You
2: know, it's really unfortunate that that statement was made. Um, you know, uh, Mr. Clark made that statement. My client wrestled with whether or not to come forward. He had a lot of sleepless nights about coming forward with this. At the end of the day, he decided that he could not live with himself if he stayed quiet and said nothing. So he's coming forward, but he knows that he's going to be attacked. And, you know, really attacks like this are kind of what he was worried about, Uh, but he wants to come forward, tell the truth. He's instructed us to reach out to both Democrats and Republicans on the Hill and let those statements that if they want to hear him and have him come in to the Hill and talk to him, let those statements rest where they are.
4: I mean, you see that as fairly threatening that.
2: You know, I don't think it helps, uh, you know, I don't think it helps whistleblowers as a whole. I mean, uh, there there is a strong contingent on the Hill that believes in the whistleblower programs uh, to have to shine a light on government agencies and programs and to enable people to come forward without getting threatened. And it's unfortunate that that statement was made.
4: You mentioned Democrats and Republicans. Uh, Both were asked about it today. Here's uh, some sound from a couple of them.
0: There is facts and evidence that contradict sworn testimony before Congress uh, is, is a five-alarm fire uh, when it comes to uh, any potential investigation and the politicization of these agencies.
4: We take all whistleblower statements seriously, as we should. Uh, some turn out to be very important and some not. But we take them all seriously at the outset and look at them closely. So you've requested this whistleblower protection. Is there is that advanced? From that request,
2: Rep. Yesterday, we sent the letter out uh, to the various committees that uh, have these authorities. Uh, we have received outreach this morning, and we're in current dialogue. We haven't received outreach from every committee, but we've received dialogue from some of the committees, and we're we're in a dialogue with what to, what's next steps to take. A positive dialogue. Positive dialogue, uh, expressing interest to come forward. Uh, one of the things my client insists on is that he only come in to talk to both Democrats and Republicans, and they can all ask him questions and cross-examine them, and he has documents that'll support what he has to say. Um, one of the difficulties about tax secrecy laws, tax privacy laws, are some, some of the things he can't tell me as his lawyer uh, without, and so we've instructed him, don't do that, we wanna have him follow those laws. Right. Congress can enable him to do that.
4: Last thing, this is the White House. Um, one of the lists is contradicting sworn testimony for- to Congress by a senior political appointee. There's a lot of reporting out there that this may be the attorney general. Take a listen to the White House today.
1: Is the president confident that his attorney general has upheld all the ethical obligations here when it comes to this investigation? Again,
4: the president has always been clear during the campaign, during his presidency, that the Department of Justice should have independence, uh, they should not be politicized, and they should be able to do their job uh, uh, independently, essentially whether the attorney general said something on Capitol Hill could be at matter. I I know you can't talk about the specifics, but does your client think that this, what he's coming forward with, is explosive, is
2: jarring? So I can't talk specifically about who it was that my client's talking about, and I know there's been a lot of reporting, and I can't address that. Uh, What I can say is a career law enforcement officer who knows the right way to do an investigation when he hears a senior, a politically appointed official at the Department of Justice on sworn testimony say something, and in his mind, it's directly contradictory to what he knows is going on with the investigation. And what he, he can prove with documents. What he can prove with documents, he wants to come forward.
0: Mark Lytle, we appreciate your time. And You hear this attorney, and again, I think it's clear he's scared. Now, what we do know from all this is there's one man who's a liar, And we know he's a liar now from all of this. And we know this now from the man who was in charge of putting that letter together, said, yeah, we lied to the American people. Right. We got this letter together. We knew it was a lie. We put it together with these 51, uh, you know, top people in the intelligence community saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Why did we lie? Because we wanted Joe Biden to win. One person that knew he was lying to you when he was running for president is Joe Biden. Here's Biden in his own words on the Hunter Biden laptop. This was back during the presidential debates in 2020.
3: 50 former. He's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic national intelligence, folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care, four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left, and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that, from the intelligence community, that the Russians are engaged.
4: I still think that the stories from the
2: fall about your son?
3: Yes, yes. I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. It's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all.
0: There it is, over and over again, from the debates to interviews. It doesn't matter. Joe Biden is a liar. He was lying to you the entire time. CBS News coming out with their new report about the lies of the deep state. Here's what they said earlier.
1: According to a letter released Thursday night from the Republican chairman of the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees, former CIA deputy director Michael Morell told congressional investigators the days after the laptop story, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, then a Biden campaign advisor, reached out to Morrell and set in motion the events that led to the intelligence officials' public statement.
0: They're not the only ones turning on the Biden White House, NBC News now reporting there's growing frustration inside the FBI. Why? Listen.
1: Two senior law enforcement officials describing to NBC News growing frustration inside the FBI because federal investigators finished the bulk of their work about a year ago and suspect political interference is delaying the process.
0: And then you move to ABC News. ABC News doing stand-ups in front of the White House saying this.
4: An attorney for Hunter Biden says the agent is committing a crime by discussing an ongoing tax investigation in an attempt to harm the president's son. But the
0: whistleblower's attorney just
4: told me such claims are
0: baseless. I've been covering this since 2016. And what I can tell you right now is one simple thing. I have never been able on the Hunter Biden story to play this much audio for you. I have never had days where ABC, NBC and CBS... We're all covering Hunter Biden and this type of corruption. And the reason why is because they refused to do it because they had to protect him. The question now is why? Why has this changed? What has changed? Jim Jordan explaining how Anthony Blinken and the Biden campaign were behind the letter that falsely claimed that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. Listen to what he had to say about this with
1: Laura Ingram. This has been political from the get-go, clear back to the Morrell situation when the story came out on October 14th, 2020, about the Biden business operation and was then Vice President Joe Biden involved. There was some concern that, that, that he was. And then quickly it turns into this political operation, that that letter that became the basis for suppressing the story and keeping it from the American people just days before the most important election we have, election for president of the United States. So understand what happened, Laura. The 14th, the Post does a story, the 17th, Tony Blake and senior advisor to the Biden campaign, current secretary of state, contacts Mike Morrell, gets him interested in this. Mike Morrell looks at it the next day, organizes on the 18th all these other people to sign the letter. The 19th, the letter goes out. And then on the 22nd, the reason Mike Morrell said he did the letter was he thought President Trump would bring the issue up during that debate on the 22nd of, of October. And of course he did. And they wanted some statement that Joe Biden could use. Because as Mr. Morrell said, they wanted him to win. Yeah, and what well, happens on the 22nd? Yeah. Joe Biden brings it up. And it and then after that debate, here's the kicker. Steve Rachetti chair of the Biden campaign, calls up Mike Morrell and thanks him for doing it all. It was a total political operation. And the most important fact is, Laura, it was false.
0: It was false. This is the first time we've seen a big break in the dam with this coverage with the media. Please share this podcast. Go back and listen to yesterday's and the day before that. All right, we are going to cover this. I promise you wall to wall. So make sure you download the Ben Ferguson podcast. Share it wherever you get your podcast right now. Help us grow by doing that. See you back here tomorrow.